It is a beard. 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 A fine, full, dignified beard. I got a guest backstage. I want to bring him in. I'm fucking excited. Oh, fucking no. South Jersey boys in this motherfucker. Cumberland County. Motherfucking Millville, New Jersey. I can't believe he's here. Please welcome Gibby motherfucking Stites. Oh, shit. Hey, what's going Look on? Look at this dude. We were just it's talking about you, man, a little bit. I was summoned. The beard summoned me. Actually, so stir crazy summoned me. He told me y'all were, you mentioned me a couple times, and then I checked my messages, saw the invite, felt like a dickhead. Now I'm here. No, I appreciate you stopping by, man. Fucking, you were somebody I felt like I got to watch kind of do his thing from you were standing center stage for Seth's crew. One Hell of the yeah. grind mode cipher dudes. And then yeah. within a year and a half, I'm hearing that you signed to them. Now, was it because of NetFest? Somebody said it in the chat and I was like, no, because he had won the contest too. Well, they he, were already looking at you, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jamie had been following me on Instagram for a few months before NetFest. I met him in November at a show. Um, asked George if I can meet them. He let me meet them like meet and greet style real quick. And when that happened, I asked them to sign my arm. I was like, I'm going to get this shit tattooed. Like, I don't want you to sign a CD or not. Just sign my arm. I'm going to get it tattooed. The next day, I got it tattooed, and I tagged Jamie in the picture. And when I was walking out the room, bro, he said to, he said my name. I never introduced myself because I'm so nervous. But he was like, yo, Gibby, I see you online, bro. That shit is dope. And then I'm out the door by the time he said that. You know what I mean? So I didn't have time to ask him what the fuck he meant, where he saw me. Long story short, I get the tattoo. I tagged him in that, and then he followed me on Instagram. And then he was just following me. He was liking all my fucking posts, and I'm trying not to question it. You know what I mean? I'm trying not to be like, yo, bro, why you liking my post? But I'm just enjoying that. And then you're actually the one who hit me up to get on Netflix. That's what I was telling Yeah, but right. they had already talked to Charlie, which exactly. that was the other so, thing, was that you had told me that you had already taken it through an invite that went to Charlie. Precisely. So they had hit up Charlie Beans, and then he was like, yo, do you want to take my slot? And the same exact day, you happened to call me, so... It felt good to know that Charlie was willing to put that up for me, but it also felt good to know I was reached out to personally by you. So that was that was dope. Hey, you we did you called me at work. Well, you had me call you. I was making donuts, bro. <laughs> I was making fucking donuts, hating life, hating every second of it. And I get, I'm get i getting these messages with my sticky donut hands, look at my phone, and it was you. Like, call me when you get a chance. And I called you on my lunch break, which was at, like, midnight. My lunch break was at midnight because I did overnights at this bakery. And that call was like a fucking blessing because that was coming off of not doing shows for three, four months, not knowing when. And I had just dropped the album two weeks prior also. Yeah, that was the thing, too. You had had the, the Jamie feature just drop. Regularly scheduled program, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Regularly yep. scheduled program. And that was my last like independent release. Well, no, it's good, though, because it was funny because I suggested Jamie do your intro. And See, that's dope. I George, didn't know no, George likes to fucking George likes to fucking play dumb. So I mentioned you to him, and he wanted to act like he didn't know you who you were for two fucking seconds. But I also know he's full of shit. So yeah, he knew me. He knew he had my mercy. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, I appreciate you stopping by, man. Oh, you you yeah. are truly one of those stories. You you come from a there's a deep scene down there, like it's South true. Jersey, Pennsylvania. That's where the Scrubs are from. Like, there's a strong Juggalo contingent down there, and a lot of people who've made it clear. It don't matter what side on any argument you may have ended up on. You a fucking juggalo from that area, first and foremost. 
Hell yeah. That, that and that's shit fucking awesome. the world to me, dude. Like, when I see the memes coming in, which I expect the memes. I love memes. That's fine. But, uh, and then I see, I see my juggalo homies standing up for me. You know what I mean? Like, I see the homies like Wicked Wood. Shout out to Wicked Wood because I know they're very respected. Yeah, I see people saying you need to cut that shit when you're speaking about Gibby. And it's people that I know speak ill of me. And I'm like, oh, okay. So this is some other shit. This is, this is some other kind of respect shit, which is good. Which is, it's dope because for a long time, I just made my name around rapping and, you know, um the juggalo scene was just one of it, it interests me because it was rap music so with that said i was always doing my grind mode ciphers i was always doing other things i was never just um trying to infiltrate somebody's scene or trying to get signed to a certain label or nothing like that so but um i wanted to take a segue and say real quick yo i want to thank both of you guys up top and to the side over here oh hold on hold on the side over here for uh 656 fest man that was such a dope fucking experience like he said i got to see Seth's crew for the first time i drove 10 hours just to be in the grind mode cypher out there and uh i appreciate you go putting on such a dope fucking event everything about that was great all the people were great yeah man i i was gonna say the the first time i saw you and and did you get there were you just there on sunday or were you Uh, up there saturday nah uh yeah i came oh no you know what yeah i did show up no, nah, yeah, I came in Saturday. I rolled out, but I had to leave. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you did see Twisted. I thought I you were there for Twisted. Twisted. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because by Sunday, people, this is what, like, Sundays are so blown out. No one gives a fuck who you got Sunday afternoon. They're like, I'm going home. Bro, so that's Seth Crew set. But that's amazing. why it was dope. Oh. That, you know, that's why it was dope, because you were there. And, and that's what I remember. Out, and you were partying like a motherfucker. Listen, it didn't yo, matter who went home already. I, I said, I said to, we were we were on stage for the whole the, the whole says crew shit. And I kept saying, I'm like, who's the fucking kid in the front going so hard on Sunday, motherfucker, for says? <laughs> and you know, even though everybody had kind of left at that point and it was that small gathering left of, of people for says, I was like, bro, did they not shut this down? Was this not like the most proper send-off after a, a three-day bro, weekend? Was. Y'all, y'all gave me so much free weed i couldn't even believe that <laughs> that yeah, might have been then, the last fucking time that anybody saw them as a duo too so yeah, but i didn't i didn't know you were a um a, a rapper when i saw you know when i saw you uh in front for says but then i got sent all the grind mode ciphers for 656 and i'm like that's the kid from the fucking from the front of says and then so that. months later it pops up in my stream and and your sign of M&E. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This kid is fucking everywhere. So, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised because I, I, I know surprised. I know they be watching yeah. Grandma with Cyphers now. Now I know for sure. Now yeah, it's they, not just a coincidence. I figured they were watching them when they got Lex in the Cypher. I was like, do they watch these? And then, yeah, they definitely. Yeah, they definitely watch some Cyphers, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we we plan it again. We'll we'll have to work and get you out for the for an actual set at the next one. Hopefully, twenty twenty two. We're gonna bring it back. Has there been any talk? We left. Has there been any talk about you being on the road? What? Who me? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I just started my COVID vaccination. I got my first shot yesterday. I'm feeling all tired and shit. But um, so three weeks from now, I'll be fully vaccinated, and then I'll be allowed to to do things and whatnot. As of Local right now, bookers. I, I personally, I don't have any talks, but everyone who has hit me up, the first question is, are you vaccinated? So I was like, let me stop being a fucking slacker and get this taken care of. Contact Magic Ninja Entertainment for booking information. You, bookers. You. I was working fucking six days a week, like 10 to 14 hour shifts. Shit was insane. I did not like Yeah, I'm glad shit person. happened for you, man. Like that made me feel good. I just want to let you know. When I seen your, I was like, ah. Oh. 
I was yeah, like, I agree. It's like a like it's a feel good fucking story. Like you, you're one of the ones that I ain't never heard a bad word about. Like when I went to Lingo and hey, Ling, Lingo's real fucking straight shooter. If he don't like you, if he thinks you're at, he'll tell me. And he was like, nah, the kid Gibby's the real deal. I was like, all right. Damn, that's dope. Yo, shout out to Lingo. So, uh, shout out to all the grind mode homies, too. They're really good. Yeah. Oh, I also, I guys. love seeing grind mode yeah. dudes get They're on. Great. I love yeah. that shit. I love seeing it. I was yeah. just saying on my podcast the other day, I was like, just the grind mode crowd is just the most, like, as corny as it sounds, such a loving and caring environment of artists who I don't even want to say are like-minded, but are likewise in the grind and respect for each other's craft. And it's just, it was a breath of fresh air the first time I went to a cypher and all four that I've done has been the same exact way. It's like the rap gym. That's the way when we used to go to Sunday Night Mike's, it was like the rap gym where it was like, all right, we're going to go work out. And then you got like passionate MC fucking bench pressing 800 pounds next to you and you're trying to keep up or dudes like Flawless who won that Netflix competition. Like that's to like grind mode was always the proving ground to I mean, me. I, I can't even lie. That was the entire reason I came initially. Yeah. Like, like twisted was on the bill, but I had seen twisted three times already that year. So it wasn't like, uh, you know what I mean? I wasn't driving 10 hours. To yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I saw lingo post about the cypher, I literally, it was after my first cypher and I was so hyped up. I told myself, I don't care where it is. I'm going. And then a week later he said, all right, y'all it's in Maine. And I was like, I don't know where the fuck Maine is, but I'm going. And it was 10 hours, so luckily it wasn't that far. Wow. I committed to that shit. Wow. From basically fucking Philly. They are wildin' in South Jersey right now. We were just talking about the crazy violent valve that went off. How yeah, many dude, people that... got shot in fucking violin the other night? People, 13? people died. It, that shit was four blocks away from my house, dude. I was in Atlantic City when it happened, promoting and shit, putting up stickers and all that. And I'm driving home at 2 in the morning, and I noticed the road was blocked off, but I didn't think twice of it. The next day I go to leave my house, the road is still blocked off. And I noticed there's camera crews everywhere. Fucking and they were like the Philly camera crews, not just the local ones. It was like AB like NBC and all this crazy shit. I was like, what the fuck? And then I realized, then I go on Facebook, because I got home and crashed out. I didn't even look on Facebook. I started looking on Facebook. And I'm like, oh shit, everybody got shot right here. Oh, I was supposed to be there. Well, that's what the fuck? Like Yeah, fucking 90s party in Camden. Got lit the f- I was just like, damn. But Camden's always been like that. This like, shit. I always laugh, weird. man. Yeah, this South Jersey is not a nice place. Yeah. This, but that's why, yo, I was shocked when, when fucking uh, Boondocks and Eshawn were booking shows in Trenton. Not, I mean, not, look, not that Eshawn can't handle his own or whatever, but like, I just remember growing up there. I went to high school out in Trenton. Nobody did shows out there. They're like, it's, it's so fucking tiny all the bars are so fucking tiny and so ghetto and it's like i remember they said they were bringing boondocks out there i was like who the fuck who who maneuvered this goddamn show i went and got like i had to go how has wednesdays been doing for you are you enjoying that process they're doing pretty good man i got the uh open mic segment now which i'm really fucking happy about because um the beats tell people about the beats yes the beats go to uh gibbystites.bandcamp.com you can download a beat that I made for free. All you got to do is rap to anybody can enter as long as you're not dissing me. That's that's the only criteria I have. I don't care what you say about anybody else. Just don't diss me, please. All right. Uh, you download the beat for free. You make a video rapping to it. Email it to me at 13th Wonder Wednesdays in MP4 format, and I'll play it on my podcast. We don't get all the views over there, but, you know, you get a one, 200, 
new people who might see your shit, it's something, you know? So, but the crowd likes to show love and that's my favorite thing about it. When I brought in the segment, um, the video plays and the fans are commenting. So I have no say in sway, like persuading them to feel one way or another. So I was very happy to see when I started playing these entries that the fans were just showing love and giving constructive criticism to one another. And like, that shit meant Instead of just ripping it the fuck apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because because the whole thing I wanted to do was show love. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to... Not that I have a huge platform, but if I did, I'd still be doing the same thing when I do have that platform. So I just wanted to get back a little bit and the kind of opportunities I used to be looking out for a couple years ago. You know, I, I would jump at something like that. If somebody like, I don't fucking know, and anybody said, you know, if Bones Dub said he was going to play a freestyle on a podcast, I would have hopped on that. So... To some people out there, my name means yeah. Something, a platform so. is a platform is a platform, and exactly. Diggs said it. One of my earlier guests: if you can get one new like, it's probably worth it because that might be a t-shirt sale. That's going to be a certain number of streams, whatever it is. And it's good to see, like, because you weren't the first clearly to have done this, but it seems like, especially the new guys coming in, you're having to be multimedia entertainers. Yeah, you can't just rap. You got to do this other thing. Or you might right. as well just fuck Which it, it. It's ironic we say that, and I'm the only person with the, with the straight up and down phone right now. I'm I'm recording like old man style right now. <laughs> but no, yeah, you're right. Like I've been having to edit my own videos and things since I was a teenager. Like even mixing and mastering my own music and making beats and all that shit. It's like it's been a part of it. I would have never got where I got if I didn't learn how to record my own shit and all that. So. In this day and age, it's easier to get a hold of all those things. It's also harder to stand out because everybody else has access to those same things you do. But with that said, that's why you definitely have to. Um, I can't say you have to, but in my experience, I had to uh, get into all the different facets of it, too, because it all gets your name out there, man. When people rap on a beat I produced, it's still getting my name out there. Uh, when I edit a video for somebody else, still getting my name out there. And it all leads back to Gibby Stites. So people are going to find the music. So. I hate nut riding you like this, but you're a young kid. And one of the, compared to me, I were fucking, I, it's not an insult. I'm an old man. <laughs> no, I appreciate but you're, you're innovative. And what I mean by that is you did something. And like, when I saw it, I remember calling Dylan about it. I remember calling George about it. <clears throat> you offered your fans one of a kind vinyl pressings of a oh. live performance that you personalized yep. of a song of their choice. And there's only 16 of those in existence. If you have one of them, first off, thank you for helping me pay some bills that month. And second off, hold on to that motherfucker, man. That's rare. That's what I'm saying. So you, I had never heard nobody do that before. Like, like literally, that was completely foreign to me. So somebody so young as you compared to me, I was like, damn, that's an innovative idea. Like man, that's... I thought it was the dopest thing in the world when I did it because, like, I wanted a vinyl pressed up just because I wanted one, not because I had the fan base who wanted to buy a vinyl from me or I had enough whatever. But um, And then this company actually contacted me. They emailed me, and they were like, check out this thing we do. And I look at the video, and it was just them explaining it. You know, they were like, yeah. um, it, it, you know what it was. They were like, uh, your fans pay. You pick. You put certain songs up. So I picked four songs people could pick from. And then they picked their song. They paid 25 bucks. And then I literally, yeah, recorded a one-take performance of that song. But I shouted them out in the, you know, made it personal. If they That's wanted me fucking to fire. 
like that rings to me as like nft style shit just in the real world like one of a kind trackable verifiable right um, and when you um, listen to them this is gonna sound funny but i bought one for myself just to make sure the fans weren't getting ripped off in any way i wanted to make sure it was gonna play when i got it so i i ordered one for myself too and when it came in and it played i was like all right bet, amazing that must have been a long day though yeah 16 well you know i'm gonna keep it 100 percent with you it really wasn't because i had four songs one song was called king kai and it was just like the it was like the homie favorite like all my people love that one at the shows and like i think 12 out of 16 of my recordings were for the song king kai bro like so i literally just looped, all right i looped the same beat i just looped the beat 12 times in a row and i did that shit like i i get off on like one take everything like if i can do three four songs back to back to back like on that fest where i did the uh one after the other with no break in between that's what i like doing i get off on that i don't i don't like having somebody rapping with me um per se or you know i, I like knowing that i did that shit. i don't know it just means something to me so doing that was kind of like that i lined up the beats in a row and i just started attacking them and i know i had to stop once or twice because i got the cotton mouth but because of that though people you could hear there was a difference in energy like throughout the vinyls like there was a difference and you can you can hear it you can hear me start off a certain way you can hear me getting more aggressive through some of the takes and they were all unique i thought it was really fucking fun to do yeah that was one of the most like unique pieces of merch i had seen i always applaud people so, but like when ritz blood. when when ritz fucking pulls out a fucking chef's knife and he's selling that on the merch store i gotta be like the markup on knives is fucking stupid <laughs> good job i bet you the markup on a knife is way better than the markup on a t-shirt i'm not gonna lie to you know my favorite ritz merch still was the the fucking beanie with the hair attached not that there was probably a large profit margin on that but for the sake of novelty that is some novelty that's like i got my shaggy two dope ski mask in here Man, novelty yo, I had a lot of it's novelty mask. i had the shaggy ski mask back when i was yeah. in high school i bought I bought that shit at Spencer's. I was just happy to, to see that they still had ICP shit in there because this was when like the gang stuff was starting to pop off and they were pulling them from everywhere. I really liked when uh, they did, I think it was the Stalker shirt because like you said, they've been doing all the throwback shit. Yeah. But the, the, the style they did on the Stalker shirt, I thought was so fucking fire because it was that like, it, it was that retro, uh, I want to say like comic book look, almost like a graphic novel front. But uh, you see that style, like Stephen Rhodes does that style, and like even Justin Parker dabble, like dabbles with that kind of style. And... Oh yeah, Justin Parker's been making the dope Shout VHS out to Justin, case, and when you get it, it's a t-shirt and the sticker. Like Ernest goes to Camp Crystal Lake, yeah, bro. I got three of those. In For my example, room. was one of the dope ass ones. Like yeah, he's got yeah, bro, he's Justin got that good look, dude. That's my right hand man right there. He's Killator from Corpse Circus, if you didn't fucking know, and you yeah, don't he might follow be his Twitter. Too. I don't know about maybe, that. Maybe. Maybe. Rumor and speculation. I don't know. Oh, well, I shit, know gentlemen, I think we're pulling up at like 11.10. What time is it? It's 11.06. Yeah, it's hold on. I, I wanted to ask Gibby something before we, we oh, wrap yeah, because I've it, been man. I've been sure. really curious. I, I was just curious for you being, you know, a, a kid that was making your way through like like you said, more more than just the juggalo scene, you did Cypher Circuit, you know, shit like that. Somebody that was like making your way through is, uh, you know, every everybody would consider, you know, someone local, you know. Mm -hmm. Now you're signed. Uh, I'm sure it's changed your social media uh, yeah. life tremendously. I was just wondering, you know, so you could give uh, 
I guess, some perspective for people that were in your position, trying now be in your position that you're currently in, uh, how that may have changed your life, um, you know, better, worse? Did it make you change how you had to handle yourself in certain situations? Things like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I like immediately among like immediately upon announcement, I felt like I was faced with a decision of like, I either had to grow the fuck up or let people piss me off because like when you, that you're going to get so many comments, you know what I mean? About that are negative. It just is what it is. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do, but the more people you get exposed to, you're going to get more comments in general. Some are going to be good. Some are going to be bad. But um, with that said, starting to get so many messages going direct to my inbox all happening in one day because it seemed like they announced me overnight even though of course we signed months in advance and we were working on things there was really nothing leading up to my announcement there was no kind of hint that gibby was coming so it really seemed like it just fucking happened and that day i got like a thousand more followers on all my socials and stuff and it's like as this is going on i had to make the decision to like one pay more attention to the positive like and this is something that i always said when i followed artists and again even though i don't have the biggest platform yet i'm happy that i have been able to do this with the little platform that i do have and that is that when i'm going through these comments i respond to the love i respond to the fam i respond to the fans whatever you want to call yourself i, I respond to that first if i'm going to take the time because as a fan of other people it would always hurt my feelings when i would go through comments and see a rapper only replying to the hate you know what I mean? But you got all these people telling you how you changed their life. All these people asking you important questions about how you got where you are, but you're ignoring them because somebody got you hot headed. And I almost did the same thing when I got announced because those comments would stick out like a sore thumb. And I had to train my mind to see the better ones. And to, you know, so with all that said, I don't want to ramble on too long, but um, just, just, yeah, man, that right there, appreciate what you do have. Just appreciate what you have and don't ever let the people who support you feel unappreciated. Even if it doesn't seem like it's a lot, those people are taking time out of their day. They're taking money out of their pocket maybe that they really don't have to and that could go to anybody in this fucking world. So just be appreciative. That's all I can really say. Yeah, that's a good fucking message because to be honest, there have been others before you who I'm not even going to mention <laughs> um, who didn't. And I'm shit, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so sir. Like, and, but now, <laughs> hopefully we all move forward now that we all survived what should have been the end of the fucking world together. That's what I keep thinking of. That's why I invited the eclectic group of individuals I did tonight that have been popping in. That's why I decided to do the million stream at all, to be honest. What do you oh, want? Oh, Say hold it again. On, hold on. Hold on. I got a, I, I, I got a follow-up question. Okay. Oh, Diesel hears me talking. That's my dog. That's my dog. If this wasn't Chuck shit, I'd feel I'd feel way worse. But it just seems like a fit. Diesel, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> so hey, I I asked that question to Gibby, knowing you know that 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 would kind of be the way that it went. But the the flip side is, I saw that your you know what would I guess would be your Magic Ninja debut uh, had a a bunch of features from Jamie. Getting a Jamie feature, you know, in, in that lane is like something that we can say there's a ton of people that would, would love to have just that one feature. Your debut had a bunch of them. Uh, being yeah. a fan and going from a fan to a signee to having that that heavy of a thing. Can you just talk about, like, 
that side of it and what that was for you to like mentorship yeah i I can only assume it's like a mentorship exactly i'll i will tell you right now like with no no bullshit between us like i don't have to be here right now i popped in to chill with some homies it was a fucking dream come true dude and something that i just couldn't believe was happening as it was happening because he was the one who reached out on all fronts he was the one who was like you know yo i'm i'm paying attention to you i'm interested in you i want to work with you soon and then he was the one who called my phone about the Magic Ninja thing. It was him and George, you know, and uh, he was involved the whole way. And and the entire bottom line with him was like, I like the way you rap and I want to make music with you. And to me, dude, I, I just, it, it meant the fucking world to me, man. I'd be a kid listening to so many rappers, right? And so many, certain ones I would always feel like I relate to. And you would tell yourself, if I meet this person, he would respect me and he would want to work with me, you know, da, da, da. And as I got older, and I never pushed that. I never met any of my favorite artists and introduced myself like, yo, I'm Gibby. I rap. I want to rap with you. I always gave them their flowers and shut the fuck up because I was happy I got that moment. Twisted included. I didn't go up meeting Jamie like, yo, I rap, dog. Follow me on Instagram. He did that himself because I interested him, I guess. But with that said, man, like when we worked on those songs and we made that EP, we really did that in person. Like I got to like go out. Oh, wait a minute. Play. You you didn't spam his inbox with links to your music nah, for fucking six straight years? I'm surprisingly. I don't know how I got Holy shit. And you still got signed? How is that know. possible? I don't get it. That's but, weird. But the you fact just fucking that, uh, acted normal and was talented and didn't fucking hassle people? Actually built but, a gas. But even what you just said, dude, that sounds so far fetched. Like, how how likely does that sound? Like, hey, I made good music and somebody I fucking respected from my childhood wanted to work with me. Like, it sounds far fetched. It, but I it guess is less likely now than you know. I always say that the internet changed how people get signed because you really were at one point signed off of. Wow, I found this amazing kid in Milwaukee or some shit that it was just like he blew my mind. And then the internet came and we found out the kid in Milwaukee is actually times two million all over the place. So getting signed just based off talent and not being talent with an extreme fan base is it is more unique, you know, now. So it is something to be proud of. But, yeah. you know, with all that said, dude, it was like the fact that we worked on that EP in person was like my favorite part about all of it. We sitting in the studio and literally being able to be like yo i got this hook what you think of that and then watching him go write a verse i'm like oh shit he's doing it he's writing off oh he's doing it like it was unbelievable man it was really and he's like a fucking superhero in the booth i don't give a fuck what anybody says about my man's all i know about my man's is what i know about him and what i know about him is he's a fucking superhero in that booth bro like he would be He'd leave the room to go answer a business call or something. And I'm like, he ain't writing that shit. And then he'd come back and it'd be written. And I'd be like, how the fuck? I, man, all right, whatever. He did that. That's dope. That's dope. I think, I think, I just thought those were good questions. Yo, I have a question. Thank you. Chuck, for, for, I see there's so many kids. It's a good that positive are, story. Th- there to are end so the three many hours that would show on. Like to be in Gibby's just current position. You hear him continue to say, you know, I don't have the fan base I want yet. And, and knowing that you're saying that, and there's a bunch of people that are still like, man, I'd love to be in that position. Uh, it's important for them to hear both sides of this. How is social media, haters, this and that? The flip side is, EP with fucking Jamie. Dreams come true, but it's gonna suck sometimes. Oh yeah. Hey. And and let me just say real quick too, when I when I make those comments, you know, about the fan base is gonna get larger and all that too. I hope um 
Nobody out there listening, don't ever take that as me being ungrateful for what we do have. Oh, we, I don't think I anybody know, thinks so. I know in my mind what I have to say and the story I have to tell and where I can take this if I commit myself fully to it. And you should feel that same way about yourself in oh, yeah. whatever the fuck it is that you do in life. So just take that as confidence for me and not uh, disappointment in where I'm at. It's just confidence in where we're going to get with it because I, I have confidence in that. So. Mm. Yeah, I That's think the one thing I will say about the underground base, though, is that if they're not stingy, if they like some shit, they're going to share it with people so okay. they don't want to be alone in their fandom. You know what I'm saying? Of Fair course, enough. you're going to have your hipsters. I was down with him before, 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 before. 